Anyway, mate, how you been? AK, what's been going on? Um, been good, dude. Had a, a sweet weekend. Um, went to a gig on on Friday. Bring me the horizon. A UK kind of rock metal band. Um, and then went to the races yesterday, which was good. With uh, oh, you know, ragtag group of people. You know them all though. So a couple of older workmates. Yeah. Uh, a couple of old workmates um, and a uni mate of mine. Good little crew. And it was perfect weather, man. So it's weird having the races in April because um, it's usually like September. It's usually spring, right? Yeah. You're probably catching the last bit of the, the weather. But it's fu- it's a funny one because yeah, exactly. it's a good day out at the races. There might not be many more years left of that with, with kind of the way um, horse racing is yeah. going. So any signs of that? I'm pretty interested to see what happens. So the last time I went, there were protesters out the front. Um, this time, didn't see any protesters. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where it'll go because it's, it seems like every year gets more and more conversation about it. But, I mean, it's just too big of a So, over here in the UK, we had the Grand National last weekend. Um, yeah, big race as well. Um, I think, I, I haven't watched it before, actually, but I think there's jumps in this in this race. Yeah. And actually, at the first hurdle, um, a yeah. horse kind of broke its neck. Um, and I think a couple of years ago, Melbourne Cup, there's a horse that got... Um, got put down as well yeah. and those are the ones that you know yeah last year in the melbourne cup a horse got put down and as soon as that happened race, race it stops the nation yeah it's a big one yeah um interesting times ahead um but yeah it looked like a good day out mate i want to wanted to be there when i saw the pictures you had the old um the old cowboy hat on i thought um reminded me a bit of little nas x old town road <laughs> so the hat the hat is actually um we've started this brunch group all right, you'll actually like this. I don't know if Dan's told you about this, but we've started this brunch group. Um, it's kind of like a cult. Mm. And it's actually, it's kind of like the beginnings, I think, of how actual cults would start. But basically, a few of us went out for dinner one night, had a really good time. We're like, we should do like a bottom of brunch because for some reason, guys seems to very like things girls do, but guys don't do it. Um, bottomless brunch, I don't know why it's so gender specific. Yep, so you attempted to pr- appropriate... Um female brunch culture correct right <laughs> culture appropriate culture appropriation in the best way possible with unlimited drinks um and so we someone's idea was to have it to be themed as well so i think it was monty who said it has to be like a nautical theme so everyone had to dress up mm. in a nautical theme however you inter- interpreted the theme um and then i brought like a piece of paper and pens and everybody voted on the best dress <laughs> Okay, um, and when um, Dan got a, a trophy um, from you know some sports store or whatever, and so we awarded the best dress trophy, and that person gets the privilege to choose the next place and the next theme. Ooh, um, yeah, and a, yeah. they can nominate they can nominate an additional member to join the crew. Ooh, one off or or mate. So they can one off. So they can nominate someone. And right, are they and then, perpetual member? There'll be a perpetual member, but the, the member must be unanimously accepted by the group. So we do anonymous online voting um, and everyone in the, so there's six of us at the beginning, all six people have to approve the nomination, the nominee Ooh. for them to be accepted. And if they if it's not unanimous, they're never allowed to be nominated again. They're out for <laughs> You want to be careful when you win that trophy so about who you promise to, to bring up. Because if, if I say, you know, AK, mate. Yep. I'm coming back to Sydney. Get ready to nominate me if you win best dress. Yeah. You know, put an extra flower 
um, on the ear and stuff, have a rose in the mouth. Yeah. Um, and then I say, I see you on social media with the trophy because I've seen the pictures actually and now it makes more sense. If I see you with the trophy, I'm sort of getting my suit picked out um, yeah. and there's nothing in the inbox. Um, that <laughs> yeah. is devastating. It's going to be awkward. Well, the other thing that we've done as well is um, we've put a hard cap on it um, at 10 people. So Ooh. it means that the, so right now there's that means being a nominee actually you've it's you've got to really vote people down don't you you got to be very exactly, you've got to be careful exactly. because they can never come into it again I've already bought into this I'm very excited to hear that <laughs> um, it does sound very very cultish and hear, hearing more about it it's almost like I want to be part of it yeah exactly so the best part is on the first day the inaugural brunch as it will forever be known. Um, we wrote out our constitution as well. So we wrote oh down all the rules and bylaws <laughs> and we all signed it. And all new members have to sign the back of the original constitution when they join. It's so good. Reminds me of, well, Dan's also part of another group I'm part of with um, oh, yeah. the silver bullets where we got a logo designed. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally um, extra. Paid quite a bit for that logo to be designed. So that was a, that was a long anecdote because for the last one, the last one that we had, the theme was dress for the races. Mm. Um, and so we all dressed as if we were going to the races and just went to get brunch. And I bought that hat for that um, specific purpose because I was you know, trying to win. So you've got to do something a bit out there. Nice. Um, so Yeah, and now it's so my races hat. <laughs> the old, that cult, I mean, because the Silver Bullets was a crew, obviously, and we, we all worked together yeah, as well. But at the moment, it's really, and people wanted to start joining when they heard about it. It's almost... A fear yeah, of missing out situation. Thing. The exclusivity is classic millennial is behavior. Once you once there's a limit on something, um, people want to be a part of it. And actually, now it's it's really just a group chat. Um, but no one will ever get added to that group chat. It keeps a bit of exclusivity about it. So group chats and things can become a cult. Even you know if it's not a full brunch crew, actually just you know not being able to to be in the same WhatsApp group. Um, yeah, becomes a big thing as well. That's it. When you find out, oh, the, the, the <laughs> it can get quite um quite emotional as well. Like, so uh, <laughs> I've got a you know a group chat with a couple of my best mates. But if you find out that any of them, any subset of that group, have a side chat going on, ooh, with like a similar, a sim- and you know what I mean. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, why is there a side chat, and why am I not part of that side? Or how have they decided? to sub-select from that initial pool of members. Yeah, and why are they, uh, yeah, it's oh, a, it's yeah. an interesting one. And what one. topics of conversation is it? Like sometimes it makes sense, right? So say if you had a group chat of like, I don't know, eight or 10 people and three or four of them really like um, a certain sports team or a certain TV show or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, something or like the OG yeah. crew it, of that eight, right? Like the, the three people that knew each other way before and then five people added on, bang, you know, you've got a three and you've got a group of eight. That's acceptable. Yeah. yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> last week, last weekend, so actually, it sort of um, resonates well to last weekend because um, I was out in Glasgow with, um, I think, three other Aussie mates um, that, that have moved over to London and um, was out at dinner one of the nights and um, we're trying to meet up with this other dude who went to a metal gig during the day, but we were at dinner. But we yeah. Were, and I see um, yeah. the mate next to me is like messaging him on this group. I can see it's a group because it was sort of like called something similar to the one I'm in. Yeah. And I was like looking at my phone and I'm like, <laughs> no, no notifications uh, are coming through here. I'm like, yeah, mate, what? You call him out on it. I'm like, what group are you messaging? He's like, oh, I'm messaging the group with like the other three of us. 
<laughs> and then it turned out. So <laughs> we had, and actually for me to book this trip, right, I messaged yeah. one of the boys. I was like, hey, you guys are going to Glasgow. What's the deal? Yeah. He's like, I'll sort your accommodation. I'll get like, tell yeah. the Airbnb host for having another person join. Message, yeah. message one of the other guys about trains because I'm going up a day early. <laughs> so message one of the other guys about trains and I'm like, and what about this tour you're doing? On the weekend, yeah. like this whiskey just and then you have to go like back and mate, the third one, the like literally, I messaged yeah. all three of them, and then I realized, yeah. hang on, we've got a group chat with the four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Although the only thing is, with the four of us, there was a fifth one who wasn't going on the yeah. trip, so it was like, do you message that? Ah, it's a, otherwise the other person is just kind of in the gets all this unnecessary stuff. Well, I don't know, has he been invited? Or if, if Ooh, that's even if he one. has, like, does he want to hear about like how exactly how fun it's going to be? Was this fifth person also in London, so they could have been? Yeah, invited? yeah, they were. So well, I, wait, so what was the group chat about? If it's not for this, like, the it's previous just, group, it's chat. just called London Crew. Like, it's just about like, okay, okay, um, yeah. catching up. Um, yeah, but but ov- obviously there's there's a bit of a an overlapping situation because I have a group chat with a subset of those guys, and then they have. <laughs> It's just all over the place, mate. So there's like permutations. You you end up, yeah, exactly. (laughs) There's like, there's like twenty group chats. (laughs) If you have eight people, there's like twenty possible group chats. (laughs) Mm, I slightly like NBA more than the other six people, so. (laughs) So I'm gonna create a side chat specifically for this topic of conversation. Yeah, it does get a bit, a bit ridiculous like that. So this, this actually evolves into another problem, which is when you have too many group chats so do you create a group chat for specifically for that trip in the end or did you use the one with five people um no we actually made do with um with some of the subset of the group chat so if you look at (laughs) if you look at it as like you know venn diagrams right and you've got you've got the big the big circle on the outside covers that five crew but on the inside we've got got, it looks almost like like the Olympic rings where they're overlapping <laughs> and you've, you've got like six chats. <laughs> so one of them, obviously you have chats with the individual people and then yeah. I think there was a chat with three of us, another chat with another three and then two of them yeah. are housemates. So they definitely have their own housemates chat. But it could have a different person. Yeah. Which yeah, has like sure another person that. outside the five mates. It's, it's wild. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. I think we're quite skilled though. I think a lot of millennials are quite skilled at knowing exactly which group to message. Exactly. And knowing when is it appropriate to create a new group for an event and when is it like, no, you don't create a group, you just message people separately. Like if you were just going to go out with your friends for dinner or like drinks on mm. Friday, you're not going to create a group for that. Even if it's multiple people, you'd message them all separate and say, hey, we're going to do dinner here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, it's not really, it's not like an event. It's just like Friday you probably there's probably some guidelines to be created for you know when is it acceptable to create a group chat so your brunch crew definitely it's it's a perpetual 100 um and you can add in if anyone's nominated gets up to the 10 you can add them in yeah um overseas trips a given um guaranteed concert what level um, of weekend concert maybe uh, you know weekend away potential but not um not mandatory yeah not mandatory (laughs) mandatory um mandatory group chat (laughs) sorry just checking before you enter id please and have you created a group chat (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sorry, you can't come to this until we see proof of proof of GC, yeah. proof of group chat. But it, I haven't had this experience. But if you had someone like a, a really good mate who was just creating too many group chats, would you would you sit them down? I think I think you'd probably wouldn't have a physical intervention that's probably a bit over the top do you reckon they'd add you to it add them to a group saying like counseling (laughs) (laughs) this is what it feels like (laughs) add them to like 10 groups until they tell you to stop making group and then you're like that's the message i wanted you to to learn (laughs) yeah good passive aggressive behavior (laughs) classic millennials but um yeah it would either be doing that which is a good way to troll them and also make a point um, or you'd probably just tease them in the, in the GC and be like, mate, don't we have 17 other chats <laughs> with the same with the same number of people? So I created one for the races, which is an interesting Ooh. one because I wasn't sure where that, where that sat. But the reason was because two people, two friends, you know, together, they were coming from um, Manly. I was coming with my housemate from Newtown. Someone else was coming from Bondi. So we were all converging from different directions. So I think you know, you've actually kind of wanted to plan it. I, I to think make you're sure that, that guy. We can meet. Oh no, am I the... I think, I think you've overcreated a, a group chat there. <laughs> you think so? I don't know. I, it was quite useful because we were able to like find a location to meet um, at midday when we all kind of got there, like plan what time we were going to arrive um, when I knew that they were close. So who's the, nu- who's the nucleus? Because you've got, when you've got a friendship group, you know, sometimes you're on the outer, which is, which is fine, you know, meeting new people actually. But if you're the mm. nucleus, the one that's best known by everyone so a couple of weeks ago i had a, a birthday um brunch in in london and invited yeah. a bunch of people that you know don't really know each other um so yeah. i messaged them all separately and said yeah so you had to be the one for sure yeah exactly um but you kept it separate you said i kept it separate yeah because i don't think having you know we were having brunch we weren't walking around races so maybe yours has a bit of an argument for it but i'm, I'm still i still think it was too much so the other thing that was that it's good for events like this is it allows you to share photos really easily, and at something like mm. the races, it's like photo city. Okay. So that's another factor. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm being trialed. This is like a court court of law. <laughs> I'm actually having that sit down with you right now. I'm doing things. With you. <laughs> it's happening. You're doing a Skype Skype intervention. <laughs> Um, yeah, could you please explain to me? The other thing is how much mileage do you think you'll get out of it afterwards? Because the reason why I definitely wouldn't for my birthday brunch is because that crew probably isn't going to make plans together um, afterwards. Yeah. We're just all from different no, kind true. of areas. Whereas I think your your crew at the races could potentially be a, a crew that says, let's all you know go for a couple of drinks on a Saturday. Yeah. Is, that a, is that fair? Yeah, I think, I mean, or... I think it's something that we we may reuse for another event by coincidence. Would you change the name or would you keep... Yes, because currently the name of the group... Pretty good. Let me open it up. Currently the name of the group is... You know the horse head emoji? You, it's, not it's like horse head. seven, right? It's just... What? Oh, it's yeah, just it's like... <laughs> it's just the horse head. I don't know how else to describe it. Yep. It's the head of a horse. Gotcha. Not severed. There's no blood or entrails, um, anything like that. But anyway, so it's horse head, and then racing horse, and then unicorn, and then racing horse with jockey. That's just four emojis. So you've put a mystical creature in there. I have. So unless we're going to a magical themed event, 
um, specifically <laughs> around unicorns, it's probably not going to get reused. So you change the change the title. Correct, change the title. So um, yeah, I think that one will get that one will get some reuse. So it's a crew that we hang out, you know, a little bit together as well. So I'm sure. The other thing with group chats is when you've got how many active group chats do you reckon you have? And active being you message at least, I'd say. This really feels like we're putting together the laws that would be used in a court of law. Laws of WhatsApp group. Group chat laws. Yeah. I reckon you've got to be confident that someone's going to message in that group at least once a week. For it to be worthy of a group chat? For it to be an active, currently active group chat. For you you to consider it active. You have dormant ones where it's like, you know, old housemates who live together and then you might have a a reunion or think of something that reminds you. I don't know. I reckon there's maybe five to ten that I would use like every week. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's that's. You know, I've got like my family one. I've got like um, certain like close groups of friends. Um, yeah. All, all the other ones that you'd usually use group chats for, all the event ones, obviously aren't um, aren't going to be once a week ones. They're going to be used a lot. You could probably put that on a graph as well. Hey, high usage peaked on the day of the event, and then a little trail. Mm. Um, a little trail, you know, afterwards you just keep talking about it, photos and stuff, and then it'll kind of drop off to nothing. Actually, you can, so you can download, and I've done this before for my, my Silver Bullets um, chat. Yep. You can download your WhatsApp chat history and analyze it. Um, <laughs> get a bit funky with the Excel what? modeling and have a look at the what? frequency of messaging. <laughs> what analytics did you what did you put on it? So, <laughs> so Because this is hilarious. Um, we looked at, obviously, most frequent message, which... You know, it can be a bit of a, a weird metric because some people, they chop their messages. Chop it. Into, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they chop it into like, you know, they'll say, ha-ha, they'll send it and then they'll yeah. go, yeah, I saw this the other day, send it. It was super funny. Mate, I mean, don't most people write like that? Like, I yeah. find if people who write in paragraphs on WhatsApp are like most likely serial killers. But it makes a difference even if you write in, you know, three or two, right? Because that, yeah, that's exactly. 1.5 times multiplier combo. Oh, wow. Combo breaker. <laughs> Com- combo breaker. <laughs> I'm going to start writing all of my text messages in single words, just single <laughs> letters, <laughs> so, just so I can get the top of the so list. So we looked at that and, and who writes the most um, messages. The other one I think I looked at is who has written the most messages preceding someone saying, ha-ha. Ooh, it's like proxy that... for the <laughs> proxy for the funniest person <laughs> in the group chat. <laughs> That's pretty good, but how do you know <laughs> they're not laughing at themselves like what we do on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just they think they they think they're the funniest person because they're always laughing at their own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they're the most. It's actually like you think it's um, a metric to tell you. Uh, who's the funniest but it's actually a metric to tell you who's the most self-absorbed and it's just laughing at all their own <laughs> yeah you gotta get and the other thing is what else is it just haha or do you have to cater for different forms of reactions because mm. i'm sure people all type differently yeah the 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 lols as we've discussed the lmaos of the of the world Ooh, the laughter emoji one i can't remember if it downloads the emojis or the, some text, like whether the text indicates an emoji. I don't think it does. Oh, that's a game changer because like 99% of my 
reactions to people when they make jokes is two laughing emojis. Um, two different sometimes ones. Sideways. Well, no, no, both. You know, the, the oh, standard the laughing with tears, the, the crying, crying with laughter one. Yeah. So two of those, um, or sometimes two of those, except the sideways one, not yep. the normal one. Italicized. It's one of the. It's one of those two. Yeah, italicized laughter. I've noticed a lot of people now going with one italicized, one normal. Yo, I don't know about that. And you know what people are also doing? They're using the ac- actual crying one as laughter now as well, not just crying with laughter. I, I do that one as well, and I'm a big fan of it. But that only comes out on the real big ones. Like, that probably gets used maybe once a month, mm. whereas all the others will get daily use. I don't <laughs> understand why you do one of each, though. One of each seems inefficient because you have to move your thumb slightly and press two different emojis, whereas if you're doing the same one, just a cheeky double tap, I think if you like think about the physical act of laughing, do you sometimes like laugh and I wouldn't really just twist my head to the side, but maybe some people some people do. If you put one of each, it almost implies that yeah, that character is moving their head. Yeah, which doesn't which doesn't seem doesn't seem right. Yeah, but we so what else with the old group chats is funny is they're also used as a bit of a so if you have three or four people in them. And you're deciding, you know, where to go to lunch or or what to do, where to go on holiday, it becomes a bit yeah. of a voting mechanism. It's almost its own um, kind of par- house of parliament. It is, um, and that's actually one thing which I'm surprised WhatsApp hasn't done is have the ability to create a poll within a group chat because I reckon that would be used heavily. Ooh, yeah, Facebook Messenger actually, when you ask a question like, should we do this or that? It creates a poll automatically. Yeah. I wouldn't want that. That would drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> but optional, optional poll, um, which shouldn't be too hard to do, um, you know, just as if it's like adding an image or whatever, it'll be one of those options and it's a poll. Actually, you've you've been planning your trip. <laughs> this is a really good example. You've been planning your trip to Europe um, for later yeah. this year. I've been talking to you about it one-to-one, man-to-man. Yep. Um, I'm also in the group that you're going to um, Tomorrowland in, yep. which I'm not going to Tomorrowland, but I've no. made it into that group. <laughs> and then I'm in another one where it's called AK Goes to Europe, <laughs> which has a subset of that group. And actually, you've been deciding yeah. where to go, right? Yeah. Like where to travel? Yeah, the Bucharest thing. Yeah. Um, and we've been actually, I think it's almost a vote. It was almost a voting um, situation where people were floating ideas and it, it sort of just yeah. stopped for a second and then I don't know you message a few people offline to, to gar- garner yeah. support <laughs> you're right <laughs> it is like the back rooms of politics <laughs> I, I was having those corridor um, chats where I try and get a support supporting vote yeah um, and we managed to get over the line we got the majority and in, in something like that with travel as well if you're trying to I think there's like what eight people in that chat or something yeah um as long if you get a majority then you just have to go with it because you're never going to get a consensus it's like no trying uh, to get eight people uh, from different walks of life like um this, you know half of them are traveling friends um to try and agree on something that subjective is never going to work yeah sometimes you almost need to just yet yeah, go and have those conversations um one-to-one with you know four or five on that group of eight and basically go, right, we're going to Bucharest. Just say yes when I post it in the group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you need me to do? I just need to reply. 
I need you to reply yes in about three minutes once I write <laughs> I'm not going to say I've consulted three of the eight people no. in this group because <laughs> then the other four will be like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to keep it keep it under wraps that you're having side chats. This is what I'm saying. Side chats can get very emotional. Um, I think this is why sometimes a dictatorship, whilst it doesn't seem to be working all too well, in the realms of actual politics is necessary in group chats. Sometimes you just need someone to come in and make the decision <laughs> and own it. Um, otherwise, people just go around in circles. I think there's a lot to be learned in um, global politics from WhatsApp groups. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Be decisive. Add the right people. Yeah.